Dear listeners, I'm Lauren Conlon, and before you embark on this investigative journey with me, I want to offer a sincere word of my acknowledgement and gratitude. When I, as the host, first set out on this path, I was admittedly very green. I lacked the seasoned expertise and finesse that comes with experience in investigative podcasting and reporting. However, Every story has a beginning and an ending, and this podcast represents the start of my own investigative odyssey. So as you dive into these episodes, you may notice rough edges or moments where my inexperience shines through, but please know that every stumble and misstep has been a crucial part of my learning process, and I've embraced each challenge as an opportunity for growth and improvement. So I want to express my heartfelt appreciation to each and every one of you who was stuck with the story despite my imperfections because Grant's story is important. So your support and patience have been invaluable as I've navigated the complexities of investigative podcasting and your feedback, whether constructive criticism, words of encouragement, or maybe something that wasn't so nice has helped me and helped shape this podcast into what it is today. So without further ado, here is Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome to Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. I am jumping on for a mini episode today because of all of the jurisdiction chatter from yesterday's episode. I received lots of emails and there's been a lot of tweets and comments on social media. So I just want to go over a couple things. Grace Christian Academy has the exact same zip code, 37064, as Franklin City Hall. And Franklin City Hall is clearly in the city of Franklin's jurisdiction. This is very confusing. So I did call the city of Franklin to ask them about this, and I will play my conversation with two of the employees right now. I don't have their names. I'm not trying to call them out. They were very nice, but I just think everyone needs to hear this. 
Franklin, how may I help you? Hi, I'm trying to understand um, jurisdiction in Franklin, if you don't mind helping okay. me out. <laughs> I'm very, um, this is very interesting. Um, so my question is, the city of, of Franklin, the zip code 37064, that is not, that is not the jurisdiction of Franklin. Am I right? Uh, um, sorry, I'm new, so I don't really know. But I'm trying to see if I can figure out how I would look that up. What was the okay. zip code you said? It's 37064. Um, hmm. I'm not quite sure. Let me transfer you over to Building and Neighborhood Services. They might have a better idea. Okay. All right. Thank you so okay. much. Thanks. Um, I'm trying to figure out uh, jurisdiction in Franklin and Williamson County. I'm just having some problems here. Uh, no one seems to know about this certain zip code. Um, if you don't mind, it's 37064. That is not, uh, that is not part of the Franklin jurisdiction. Um, yes, it is. It is part of it. Yes. Three seven. That's actually where City Hall's located. Is that it? Okay. Um, this is. I I think there's some confusion because I was told by Mayor Moore himself that this is not. The zip code is not in his jurisdiction. Um. Hey, ma'am. Hi. It looked like first demo four. I mean, that that's where City Hall is located. It looks like it's density the limit. Uh, do you have a, like a specific address? Uh, yes, I do. It's three two seven nine uh, Southall Road, three seven zero six four. Southall. Mm hmm. Yeah, that is out of the limit. Um, I would contact the county office, but I guess it just stretches. Okay, so then, so then, who would who would be contacted? Uh, I would contact the city. I mean, sorry, the county office. Okay, so that was pretty interesting. I think it's pretty clear that even the people of Franklin are very confused about jurisdiction. And sorry, I'm not going to say that word again. I feel like I've said it a thousand times. But at this point, the people of Franklin and Williamson County will be taking their official complaint and filing it with everyone in the surrounding area. I mean, have you ever seen in your life so many people, quote unquote, pass the buck? Not my problem. Not my, I'm not going to say the word, but yeah. Yeah, just, just like the mayor. And I, I stand by the fact that, okay, fine, he's factually correct. But I'm willing to bet even he had to check himself on that because it took over 30 days uh, for his response. And, and the response definitely lacked empathy 
or care, and it's still kind of a head-scratcher that when it comes to children, someone in his position wouldn't be like, well, let me help you get this information into the right hands, or could I be of service elsewhere? This matter was brought to his attention by the people of Franklin and Williamson County, and just reminding everyone that your mayor, he is a civil servant. He works for you. So essentially, when you give a response like that, it's kind of just like an F you and it's just not very nice. And the other purpose of me hopping on quickly today, I wanted to read the declaration made by ADA Ron Blanton from 2021. As some people had asked me about the quote unquote second investigation that I had mentioned when I was going over DA Whitley's letter on the January 31st, 2024 episode. So Angie's attorney in 2021 provided additional evidence for the DA's office in hopes to get an actual investigation done, or as they call it, a re-investigation. So when we say an investigation, we mean accident recon, subpoenas of witnesses, maybe the three men bringing the only witness that was there back in for questioning, prints on the truck, uh, just, just sloppy sloppy things that were done and that need to be amended, like the fact that the accident was written up as a parking lot incident when it actually happened on a state highway and the truck was on government property. Measurements weren't taken at the scene. Grant's truck was never impounded. Grant's truck was never investigated by the police for malfunction. His belongings were left on the side of the road. And by the way, Angie Solomon later had truck forensics done, just reminding you all. And there was nothing wrong with the truck. No, no malfunctioning at all. So let's say for a second, all of this actually was done. Why wouldn't you tell the victim's mother these details and your findings after doing this? Why? Why would you treat her like this? I'll remind you again that Angie and Melanie Hicks had called the Gallatin PD, uh, specifically Ty Wilson, and he hung up on them. That's an unspeakable way to treat the mother of a victim, somebody who passed away in a tragic accident. So I'm just going to read the declaration slash sworn statement so you guys can have a better idea of what was said to Angie Solomon in 2021 about this second investigation of Grant's accident when in actuality it really appears just to be a review of Grant's accident. Oh, and just to clarify, I did read this letter previously in season one, but now it's very important to keep this at the top of your mind, especially with the recent reply that I received from D.A. Whitley. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quote, I appreciate you providing me with the information that your office has obtained in the tragic death of Grant Solomon on July 20th, 2020. First, please express my condolences to Angie, Gracie, and their entire family on my behalf. I can't imagine the pain and loss they have suffered in the loss of a son, brother, and friend. Since you provided me with this information, I have reviewed the entire file. I have interviewed the investigators who were on the scene and have provided them with your file. I wanted to provide all the information that I could to the investigators and have them compare the information in your file with the one they had previous. I did this to make sure we have all information prior to making a charging decision. I will tell you that our investigation at the time was thorough. There were statements that we did not have that your file contained. It stated in your file and investigation that Aaron Solomon, Grant's father, who was present on that horrible day, is alleged to have made some different statements about the day and the events. Upon review of those alleged conflicting statements, there still does not exist enough evidence that would lead to a crime being committed. As you are aware, in a criminal case, the state must prove beyond a reasonable doubt to obtain a conviction. When assessing a matter in which a charging decision is made, our office evaluates the case on whether we can obtain a conviction. Based on the information that we originally had and the information we have obtained from your office, it was a horrible accident, but the state of Tennessee declines to pursue any criminal charges in this matter based on lack of evidence. Sincerely, Ron Blanton, end quote. Let me just reiterate something here. So Ron Blanton provided the information that Angie and her attorneys provided to the original investigators who were on the scene. And then he went and he interviewed the original investigators that were on the scene. The same investigators that spent less than an hour that left Grant's belongings in a ditch and took Aaron's statement and left. He then says he can't do anything because Aaron's conflicting statements don't have enough evidence that would lead to a crime being committed. Well, duh. You can't just look at conflicting statements. You have to actually do the forensic work. Sorry, I just raised my voice. But lastly, when he says when a charging decision needs to be made, our office evaluates the case on whether or not we can obtain a conviction. Wait, what? 
Let's just put Aaron Solomon aside for a second, because I want to remind you, in my letter to D.A. Whitley, I said nothing about Aaron Solomon. I discussed the poor police work. I discussed the lack of answers for Grant's mother. I didn't say a word about him. The fact is, Grant's death made no sense. Let's take Aaron Solomon out of the equation. It still makes no sense. Between Grant's body, the position of the truck, the lack of blood at the top of the parking lot where he first would have been dragged, I mean, it all makes no sense. And after rereading Ron Blanton's declaration, it seems to me that all this was was him protecting Aaron Solomon in not having criminal charges brought against him. He didn't really seem to care about what happened to Grant. He cared about protecting Aaron Solomon, in my opinion. So... I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention because some people were asking me in addition to the, I'll say it, jurisdiction thing. But anyway, that's all I got for you. I will be back with another full episode next week. I think I'm just going to change the release date to Wednesday. So yeah, I will be back next Wednesday with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lauren Conlon. 